first of all, I just, I love being in touch. I've admired you for so long and what you do. And the biggest thing I'd like to just kind of start with is, uh, it's Susie Ruddle I'm talking with through the Emily T. Gale talk story show and kind of caught her uh, by surprise probably, but I, the Hawaii Island Humane Society is having their their golf tournament at Manalani coming up July 1st, and they're very excited because they had a hiatus for a few years. So, Susie, tell us a little bit about the golf tournament. Well, uh, we are at Manalani this year, which we have not been. The last one we did was at Makani Golf Course, which was a fabulous day. Everybody had a good time. Um, Hawaii may say is kind of new to the golf world, only because it's you know not something that we've done a lot of. I have personally, but not with the organization. Two of our board members are both golf professionals, so we decided that it was kind of natural to why not have a golf tournament when we have two board members that know the know the industry inside and out. So and who are they? The board members. We have Scott Bridges and Casey Coyle. Oh both wow! Both of them are at, at Four Seasons Hualalai. Sure, I know them both. Uh, female yeah. Scott was at Manalani for many years during the Manalani Senior Skins when you were also at Manalani Resort, and uh, Casey is the female pro at Hualalai. Right, so it's been, it's very exciting. So so that's kind of what has driven us to really get back into doing the golf tournament, uh, and then the assistant pro, I believe, assistant pro at Manalani is. Um, very excited there's a good friend of our director lauren nickerson so the two of them paired up and are putting this together and which assistant pro is that at Manalani? not now is it oh, oh. i just blanking on his name I'm okay sorry. yeah sorry. well that's wonderful to me it, it's a natural to, that you're at Manalani resort i don't know why but i was just so excited to hear that you know and i'm sure ross is very supportive ross Burke, you know the new not the new director of golf but he's new of recent and he used to be there and what I love about it is there's a whole lot of history weaved into you all being there just like you said with Scott Bridges you know they all, all of you have a history with Manalani and I don't know when I saw it it just made sense and even more so that you're filling me in on who is really involved so tell me about Laura how long has she been the executive director? Uh, Lauren. Lauren. She's been you know, with COVID, everything was a couple of years ago, so I forget. But I think we brought her on in 2019 to be the CEO. She was working for us previous to that, but we um, we brought her in full time, and she's been phenomenal. Just just changed the whole direction of animal welfare, and and it's just it's wonderful to, to have. Well, I've had a wonderful experience with Hawaii Island Humane Society when my cat was diagnosed as being diabetic. <clears throat> And I, I didn't really, you know, think I was going to care for him, thought, should I euthanize? I didn't know. I was trying to educate. And Hawaii Island Humane Society, I went up and, and they spent time with me, <laughs> Dr. Beth, I believe. And uh, and it was just amazing, the, the time that she gave and how much she taught me. And I've just spent three, four years now. It's been a big job. But what, they, what I learned was the humanity of it, how much I could learn about myself and pets and everything by caring for them. But... The thing that I, I just really want to ask you about is 
you were the volunteer president of Hawaii Island Humane Society. I mean, you're so involved in so many organizations. Some of us are, you know, I stay involved by talking about and saying nice things about organizations, but you are in there hands-on. I mean, you just had a very successful golf tournament with for the uh, uh, North Hawaii Hospitals, the Tommy Bahamas, for so many years. And, and, and I love that you're taking that knowledge and what you've learned from doing those tournaments and applying to, to other organizations. So... Talk about your 10 years as a volunteer president and what you learned about recruiting volunteers and putting on events, which you knew already, but how much more you learned. Well, you know, of course, my passion is, is animals and, the, you know, the weak and the children and, you know, those that the under, underserved communities of everybody. And animals have always been my, my um, big issue or a big, you know, interest. And I remember when I left Manalani, um, my dad, you know, had some surgery. My dad said, it's okay, I'll, I'll take care of you. You can stay home and, and kind of retire, which I did. And immediately I got involved with Humane Society, and my dad kind of frustrated and said, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I gave you the opportunity to, you know, to rest and enjoy. And I said, Dad, once I saw what, what's happening, I couldn't turn my back on it. And ever since then, I, I could never turn my back, and I never will. It's, it's all, will always be an ongoing um, passion and commitment for me. Uh, as well as you know, some of the other uh, organizations that I'm with as well. But the fundraising part, it just comes second nature to me. And I'm just not afraid to ask people for things. Sometimes I get a little shy, but if you don't ask, you don't know. So I I am always grateful when people um, support my passions and and eagerly offer whatever they can. And it's, it, that's just such a rewarding feeling, and it's it really is why we live on a small island with smaller communities because it, it does take a village to make things happen in in our communities and we need the support of everybody we can't just and, and there's all different ways to support it you know we have a lot of money on this island so there's people that can afford to give monetary donations there's lots of volunteers that spend time in the shelters feeding and cleaning and you know not always the, the, the fun part but they do it and they do it and they love it so um it, it's it's just amazing to see the people that come out to support the animals is, to me, it just shows you the, the, the hearts of the souls of people. And I think we need more pets around so people can really appreciate and be kinder to each other. Well, I've sure learned a lot about myself by having the cats and all the, everybody in our neighborhood, you know, with, I, I love it myself. But throughout those years, the number of people that you've mentored and encouraged as they come on board, because that's the hardest part of any organization is to as you keep growing and evolving and the needs become greater is sustain that volunteer effort and yeah i always used to say to people volunteering it doesn't matter how much time you get find what works for you every organization will have that place for you let them know what you like to do or want to do and and you've built such a team and my gosh that the new humane society here in kona is amazing i remember when you were looking for space and talk about that and the location and how people can come up and walk their dogs and it's it's really amazing. Uh, we are so blessed to have uh, found the location, which used to be the Fuku Bonsai property, and it, before that it was a rock quarry. And it's a 12-acre parcel that came on the market, and we, we had been looking around, and of course, it was kind of a pipe dream because we didn't have the money, but we, you know, it's kind of that if you build it, they will come kind of thing. And, and we found that, and everybody liked it i looked at it and i saw rocks i didn't have the vision but we um sent something out to many architects that do animal welfare animal shelter type architectural work 
and about five of them responded and said, we would love to come and see the property and put a bid in. And I told each of them, I can't afford to fly you out here. I can't put you up. I mean, it's, I don't have that budget to do that. And every one of them said, oh, we'll do it on our own. So I think it was good, you know, good excuse to come to Hawaii for some of them. Sure. But everyone that came out that we and I toured with each of them on the property looked around and said, never have I ever seen a place that is so amazing to do an animal shelter. This is a phenomenal area. So we ended up assembling with animal, um, I'm just blanking again. Uh, um, out of Colorado, out of Boulder, Colorado, and we've been working with them, and then Phil Tingley has been our contractor, and we started off, we built the two dog parks, so we have a, a small dog park and a, and a larger animal dog park, and they are busy all the time, and then we started working on the community center, which was renovating a, an old building there, and that has come, it's just darling, we have a little gift shop in there, and it, we can get pet supplies, and we're soon to have a little coffee bar in there. And, and then you can roam around the, we call it a campus, and we have the doggy dorms and the cat dorms, and you can go in. And in both of the facilities, what we've done, which we thought was a kind of a need in the community, was we built uh, little kapuna uh, rooms, we call them. And basically, there's a couch, and there's a TV, and there's some books and coffee table, and you can bring lunch if you want. But you can... You can get a cat from the, if you're into the cats, you can take a cat in and have it sit on your lap and while you watch TV or read a book or whatever. And the same goes for the dogs. So we call them the Kapuna room. So the people that aren't allowed to have pets where they live or aren't in a you know, position to really own an animal can come and really get the feel of our animals. And it really socializes the animals too. So it's really a wonderful little program we have. And it's, you know, you just show up and come on in and if they're open, they're yours to, to use and people really love it. Yeah, the socializing with the animals, I even my little neighbor kids, because I have two cats, having them get comfortable and understanding how to, you know, approach them and become friends with them is, is really valuable. Uh, we're talking with Susie Ruddle, longtime friend of mine, and, and uh, we really want to emphasize that the Hawaii Island Humane Society has their golf tournament coming up July 1st. Uh, you can go to their website, Facebook page, and find out. But Susie was the volunteer president for 10 years, and like so many organizations she's involved in, has it always builds a team of people. Who are some of those other people that have been really helpful to you as volunteers with the Hawaii Island Humane Society? I see, um, is it Adam Atwood? Is he on the board? Adam Atwood, he's our current president, yes. Oh, that's right, he, okay. I I, uh, I kind of tricked him into taking over when I left. I thought about that when I saw that. <laughs> I thought, what, but what a, what a perfect, makes sense, you know, uh, segue to the next president. Absolutely, and and as we were getting ready to do construction on our new, um, the new animal uh, center, I am not a construction person, so that is kind of a, a different language to me. So Adam was wonderful because he was able to understand the language and works very well with Tingley to coordinate and organize, you know, understand it. And then we have Beth Lose, who's been our veterinarian. She's our licensed vet for the Humane Society, but she also has a leaky vet, so she's one of the busiest people I've so, ever met. So that's in my Dr. Life. Beth. Dr. Beth. I mean, unbelievable how much she helped me. I just could not believe it. G gave her time to meet me up there and guide me through how to do shots and for my cat and, you know, glucose readings. It was amazing. Beth is probably one of, I, I just hold her in the highest regard. She is a brilliant woman and one of the hardest working people I've ever met. Her husband and sister are also veterinarians, so it's a family affair. And, you know, they do so much. I mean, she's, the knowledge is just amazing. And so she took over and became our 
our temporary um, CEO, she, you know, running the Humane Society, as well as running her veterinary clinic, and then having a child on top of it. Oh so my gosh! Well, that's when I my hero. That's when I was involved with her, and one of the reasons I really wanted to talk with Susie Ruddle this morning is that. Because of my wonderful experience with the Hawaii and the Humane Society, and, and I knew Dr. Beth was with Kona Ali'i because she had me pick up some some insulin. I mean, even, you know, just helping me out. And, and I wanted to be able to really tie this together, you know, take some time and, and show how much as we learn about organizations, maybe we don't need them, but then suddenly they are someone we need. It might be the American Cancer Society or hospice or Hawaii Island Humane Society, and the more we get educated, uh, the more we can, you know, know how you can take care of our needs in the community when we have pets. But just uh, share a little bit what you'd like the average person, even who doesn't have a pet, to know they can go out there and spend time at Hawaii Island Humane Society and become a foster kitten, right? Or you can foster kittens? Absolutely. We have a wonderful foster program. We have a wonderful program, which you can take a pet on a, on an excursion for the day. And, you know, dogs, clearly okay. not the cats. But a lot of people will take We have a, a vest we put on them. You get a backpack with treats and everything you need. And then you can take them to the beach. You can take them anywhere. And it just, it helps get the word out. The vest says, you know, adopt me. And we ha- it's a wonderful opportunity for the animals to get out of the shelter, to be with people and play, get playful and, and, and be socialized around other, other animals and people. And it's, people come from the mainland and that's a big thing that they want to do. They want to come and, and take the animals for the day because they miss their own pets while they're away. And they love the opportunity to be helping an animal that's, that's otherwise, you know, left in a cage looking, waiting for its forever home. So I'm so glad a- you mentioned that because when I was up there, there were some people coming back with their, their pet for the day and expressing the, the enthusiasm, how cool it was to, to be able to have a pet for the day. So, um, you know, I guess this is a, you know, are you doing, you doing the neutering and things or what should people do right now if they have some you know, feral cats in their neighborhood or, you know, where can, is, where do they call to get some neutering done or the, what we should be doing? Well, that's a, that's a, that's the question of the day. Uh, spay and neutering is, is the future of animal overpopulation and we can't, you know, tell it we could sing it off the rooftops but it still doesn't seem to hit home with people um you know we have right now it's kitten season and there's kittens everywhere you turn and, and thousands and thousands of them and the spay neuter program that we offer we do have a free program um it's limited because it is expensive and we are no longer funded by the county in any way so every everything we do is 100 percent based on donations so if we, we do have grants once in a while but um but the clinics get full so uh we have dr beth we have just brought on two new veterinarians which um is very exciting it's also very very expensive to bring a veterinarian into hawaii and, and utilize them we're hoping that once the our new hospital animal hospital is open up at, at our animal facility in Honolulu, that then we'll be able to do a ton more. But right now we're working out of the uh, current facility we have, and we we do basically, we're trying to just spay and neuter the animals that are coming through the doors that we're trying to adopt out. So we do have the clinics, but there's a, a long wait list. So um, if you call you know, HIHS, they will be able to help you and tell you what the wait list is, who, who may else have openings. I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of a, it does take everybody on the island is is very 
overwhelmed with the amount yeah. of spay and neuters that are needed. So well, that's helpful <laughs> that they can, you know, refer because we are all seeing more kittens, right? And you know, like to keep involved and somehow be part of the solution, which is a complex thing. So that's very helpful. It's Susie Ruddle we're talking with, and let's just uh, quickly talk about July 1st, the the Hawaii Island Humane Society Fundraiser Golf Tournament. What I love about it is you're going to have adoptable dogs out on the golf course. I love that concept. Yes, it's always fun to be have them out there, and we always they always enjoy it, too, to see the different people, and, and it's it just makes it for a fun day for everybody. And, you know, hopefully someone will fall in love and say, I need to have that animal and take them home. Well, that's, just that's the spirit of it out there is, is wonderful that, that you're yeah, going to be out it there. Is fun. And it is um, fun. best way for people to get involved? Uh, go, if you want to go to hihs.org, that's our website, and you can look up. There's all different phone numbers for different areas of what, what needs we have. Um, volunteers are being... We have a volunteer coordinator. She's putting together volunteers for the tournament. We're still looking for people to sign up and come play for the day. Okay. Um, there's all you know. We it's we it's a never ending list of what's available. What's what's out there. So people can buy whole sponsorships. Well, you did such a nice job. I see the nice, nice presentation you make of people when they're sponsors, Susie. You and your team that help on these events. I mean, it's just, and the beauty of it is, I mean, your volunteer effort is so generous, kind, and creative. That's what I love about how you do things. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get it out there. It's uh, still another week or more. And I'm so glad you were available this morning when I sent you a note. I just felt I had so much to catch up on so that I have a better understanding of some things. And um, I thank you for taking the time. Have a wonderful day. And I'm going to find your volunteer coordinator and let her know I'm available to volunteer on Saturday, July 1st. I'd love to be out there. Oh, wonderful. We'd love to have you, Emily. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Hug. And, hey, and a big hug to Francis. I know he's so supportive of everything that you're doing. I see it in the pictures. He's playing, but he's just, what a rock. But I always say it's always a team effort. Behind every good man is a good good woman, and behind every good woman is a good man. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, uh, he's always for a new surprise because every day there's something new I'm sharing with him. What a, it's not bringing home a litter of kittens or puppies or sending him on a golf trip. It's something. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> give him a hug for me. Okay. Much aloha. Sure Thanks, Emily. Okay. Aloha. Take care.